0: Hey, come on, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Avenue Church Online. Matt, we are so glad you are here with us today. Also, if you're brand new with us, text me. Come on, text me. 702-727-8280. I would love just to get connected with you. Also, you can fill out an online uh, digital card at avenuechurch.cc forward slash connect. Uh, oh, Matt, just put it in the comments. I'm new with you today. man. we would just love to say hello and welcome you to uh, the community. Also, we have 21 Days of prayer and fasting. We are on day seven, all right? Day seven, six or seven, depending how you count. I like to be a day ahead, just make me feel better. But we are on day seven of our 21-day fast. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope you're fasting as well. I challenge you. Man, if you haven't started fasting, fast with us. Give up, whether it's social media, Netflix, give up something. Right now, my family and I, we're doing the Daniel fast. No meat, sweets, or treats, or anything delicious. And uh, But I just want to share and encourage you that, uh, man, God's already been speaking to my heart this week. Uh, God's helping me to inspect and reflect um, but also our nine-year-old, uh, he he never really fasts with us, and uh, he's nine. But you know, he uh, he came to us and said, "Mom, Dad, I'm gonna fast peach tea. All right. If you ever been in our house, peach tea is a staple. All right. Peach tea is water. And all right, it is aqua at our house from Crystal Light peach tea. And he is giving that up as well. So man, let me know if you're fasting. And uh, I know you know the Bible says don't 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 put it on others that you're fasting. But man, we are better. Together. We are in a brand new series or collection of talks called Dunatos. Dunatos, all right? And if you're first time with us today, this is the word for our church for this year because Dunatos means strong. I'm here to prophesy for our church, for your family, and for your life. Year 2021. 20, this is going to be your strongest year. Year 2021, it's going to be the year of possibilities, right? All things are possible, are dunatos through Christ Jesus. It's going to be a powerful year. It's the year where God is able. Almost broke the TV. God is able, and God is mighty. We're on a budget right here, all right? But God is, this TV is able, and God is mighty. And so last week, we talked about how Nehemiah inspected the walls and he understood where the exposed areas were so what we did last week was we inspected and we reflected i hope you've been doing this all week long i'm going to allow the holy spirit through this fast through abstaining through giving up things allowing the holy spirit to be louder than my world to allow him to inspect so then i could reflect I can reflect on God's word, reflect on the exposed areas in my life. But also in the book of Nehemiah, as they were rebuilding the walls, they also had to fight. As they built, they had to battle. And so that is why you see this logo in our in Dunatos. Because as this year, as a church, as an individual, as a Christ follower, I choose to rebuild, but I'm also going to to fight, and man, I want you to know that anytime that you start to rebuild, or maybe you start to create something brand new, brand new habit, man, you know what, I'm going to read my Bible, I've never done that before, every single morning I'm going to pray, I'm going to fast, that when you start to build, the enemy shows up. And in Nehemiah chapter 4, as if you've been following along these past couple weeks, Nehemiah, is, he's organizing uh, God's people in Jerusalem or Judea, and, uh, and, and he's getting them ready. And all of a sudden, Nehemiah chapter 4, it says this. Now, when San Pellet, all right, this guy right here, bad guy, the enemy, when he heard that we were building the wall, he was angry and greatly Enraged, and he jeered. We talked about this word last week, right? He jeered at the Jews, Nehemiah, and those in Jerusalem, and he said, "In the presence of his brothers and the army of Samaria, I want you to catch this, all right? Nehemiah's going to speak, but he's going to do it in front of everybody else, all right? and the army of Samaria, what are these feeble, weak Jews doing? Will they restore it for themselves?" Will they sacrifice? Will they finish up in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of rubbish and burn ones at that? And then Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him. This guy right here. Remember that old video game? He's a lemming. All right, he's just a follower. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like the enemy always got a partner to be like yeah, yeah. And he says yes. What are they building? If a fox goes up on it, he'll break down their stone wall. This wall is so weak, it's pathetic. Hear, O our God, for we are despised. Turn back the taunt on their own heads. Give them up to be plundered in a land where they are captives. And it says, do not cover their guilt. Do not let their sin be blotted." out. This guy here is speaking godly words. Sometimes the worst voices. Ah, am not going to preach. I'm going to, I, I can't. For they have provoked you in the anger and the presence of your builders. He's saying, man, God, he's going to not heal you. God, he's going to put his guilt on you. And here is Nehemiah's response. I love this. So we built the wall. Come on, church, wherever you're at, haters are going to hate, right? Haters are my elevators. Here they are. They're spewing, and they're trying to hurt him. They're trying to discourage him, and Nehemiah said, we got work to do. And so they built the wall. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this word. God, thank you for what you're doing inside of every single one of us in this year. Father, I thank you. You're building our faith. Father, I thank you that we're fighting the good fight of faith. Father, I pray that you begin to just minister to us today through your word. Father, I pray you begin to do something, uh, man, something powerful inside of us. And so, God, we just thank you for what you're doing. God, we give you all the praise. God, we give you all the glory. And, Father, I just pray the Packers lose. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, if you've ever had a story uh, in your life of, you know, you, you want to do good, but then criticism shows up, right? Like you're saying, you know what, I'm going to turn my life around. Maybe it happens every January. Maybe you're like, I'm going to lose like 50 pounds, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to get a six-pack. And people around you are like, yeah, sure, you know, that yeah, 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 Jeremy, you know. Uh, uh, and, and maybe somebody speaks poorly in your life. I even remember uh, man, we, I did a uh, prayer and fasting with Pastor Lindsay. We fasted together, and uh, this was not in January; it's on a different month. And uh, years, in, uh, a couple years ago, and we fasted and prayed and said, "Okay, God, we know you want us to start a church, but when do we start a church? God, what's the name?" Of the church, and so God spoke to us. To the fast, we told after the fast, we told our, our our pastor who we served under. Man, we get to tell our family, and I remember my grandfather. Man, my grandfather, on my mom's side. Man, he loves Jesus, uh, and so when I told him, I said, Grandpa. We're going to start a church. And he looked at me, and I was thinking my grandpa was going to be like, yeah, because he's always loved the fact that I'm a pastor, and he loves the fact that I can preach, and he listens to messages online. And uh, And he goes, are you sure? Are you are you sure about that? And he was legitimately nervous. And so now he's been our biggest supporter of Avenue Church. He checks in weekly. How many people did you have? Grandpa, I don't want to talk about it, all right? But he is our biggest supporter. But listen to me, there's something about criticism as your pastor. It fuels me to prove them wrong. Church, I am so sorry. I don't know if that's what God put inside of me, but I say, you know what? Man, if God is for me, Who could be against me? So here's the background of Nehemiah, because I believe Nehemiah was the same way. But here's the background. The Bible says that they were jeering. Sambalat was jeering at Nehemiah. So Sambalat was Nehemiah's arch nemesis. He's the bad guy in this story, but he was the governor of Samaria. And Samaria was in the nearby region. And so this was, he was also an interim of Judah. And so when when Jerusalem or Judah was destroyed, they said, you know what, Sambalat, I want you to be the interim of the city. And how many know he didn't do much for it? How many know he didn't rebuild this? But uh, the other bad guy is Tobiah, he worked for Sambalat and he was stationed in Judah. So Samballot put Tobiah in Judah. It's ruined. The walls are destroyed. The gates are burned down. And I want you to know the reason why he did not like Nehemiah was because he wanted his city to be stronger than Nehemiah's city. The reason why he was uh, upset was because the enemy wants you to think that he is stronger than you. The enemy wants you to think that he is stronger than you. How dare you rebuild the walls? You're not going to be able to do it. It's not going to be able to happen. I, I, I don't want those walls to become strong or fortified because that means your city might be stronger than my city. The enemy knows that you have power over him, but he doesn't want you to know. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19, it says, I also pray that you will understand. Man, do you get it? Is what Paul's saying to the church in Ephesus. The incredible greatness of God's power, God's dunamis power for us who believe in him. This is right here. This is right here. Who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is available and lives inside of us. Now, he is far above any ruler, any authority, or power, or leader, or anything. I love Paul's covering everything, all right? He's he's ruler over everything. Anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has given you great power. He's given you power over the enemy. I almost feel like 2020, we were fighting for victory. But this year, we're fighting from victory. I'm going to say that about a 100 times because I love that it says, God has put all things under the authority of of Christ And has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. This last Sunday in our in-person service, our worship team sang a powerful song that says, God has given us the authority. But I want you to understand, as we talk about building and battling, building and battling, get your weapon out. We got to fight. We got to fight. Fight, fight for a marriages, fight for a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want you to know that although we have a sword, the enemy has a sword as well. The enemy has a sword or a weapon as well. Now it might not be what you think if you're watching us for the very first time. Ephesians chapter six, verse 12 says, "For we wrestle not against flesh and blood." All right, Sometimes it could be hashed out. Sometimes this can be a, a, a spiritual darkness that occurs, but it's, a, it's, it's against principalities, against powers. Against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world that God is over. All right. God has authority over them, against spiritual wickedness in high places friends we don't fight against flesh and blood but there is a spiritual battle that is taking place so i want you to know what's the enemy's weapon what's the enemy's sword it's words it's words i can go so much into this this is a whole other message on what are principalities what are darkness what is that what is spiritual warfare but for today it's words It's words. How many of you uh, ever sang that old song? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words will never hurt me. How many know uh, that the real way to sing that song is sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words kill me? That, man, your words have power. I bet you every single one of us watching online today, you could probably refer back to a word someone said to you long ago. When you were young, when you were a kid, maybe at the moment of frustration, your parents said something. Maybe the moment of frustration, a teacher or a coach said something that just killed you on the inside. That's because words have power. I can still remember words that were spoken over my life that I had to in prayer. God brought it back to my attention. And I see God said, it's not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and darkness. And so God has gave me the authority to speak down those words. See, even in the Bible, from Genesis chapter 1, God created simply by speaking. He said, let there be light. Words have power. Words have power. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, it says, the tongue, the words that we speak, the words that we say out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. The tongue has power of life and death. And you know what's kind of funny? With the, with the Words have power. Words have power. And so, you, you, know, you know how powerful it is to speak words of life to somebody? But also, you know how hard it is, right? Like, hey, uh, you're awesome. Kind of weird, like Lorenzo's behind the camera. Lorenzo, you're amazing. And he loves it, right? This is great. This is awesome. But it's easier to say words of death. It's easy to speak words of death. I want you to know that the words we say, they often slay, because voices and words have power. James chapter 3, verse 8 through 10 says, but no human beings can tame the tongue. Man, I know I've screwed up. Man, I know I've got to bite my tongue. Man, I know I've said things I wish I could take back, because we cannot tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. Man, with our tongue, we bless our Lord and our Father. And with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. I love this. Don't you dare speak down or judge or belittle someone or gossip about them because they were made in the likeness of God. Don't you dare come on church on Sunday and say, God is so good, and then curse somebody out and it says this he continues on to say for the same mouth come blessings and cursings my brothers these things ought not to be so and listen to me church the enemy knows this nehemiah chapter 4 says now when the enemy heard that we were building when we are improving, when we are getting stronger and better, he was angry, greatly enraged, and he jeered at the Jews. And he said in the presence of his brothers and the army of Samaria, Listen to me, the enemy knows that words have power. And there's three things that Sambala and Tobiah said to Nehemiah. This is what he said You're weak, you're feeble. And many of you, this is what the enemy is telling you today. You're weak. There's no way you can complete this fast. There's no way you're gonna get through 2021. There's no way you're gonna read your Bible every morning. Are you kidding me? There's no way you're gonna hear from God. There is no way that God is gonna heal you and set you free. There's no way. You're too weak. But he also said you're useless. Man, the foxes are going to come up, and then they're just going to touch that wall, and the wall is just going to crumble and fall. It's going to be useless, redundant work you shouldn't even try. You're useless. You're not good to nobody. Man, I have a new church. We want people to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. You can't make a difference because God doesn't want to use you. These are all the voices of the enemy where God is punishing you. That God is punishing you. God's not going to forgive you. The reason why you're in this situation you're in is because of you. And I'm here to tell you, that's the lie from the pit of hell. That God has a plan for your life. That Because though we are weak, we are now strong in Christ Jesus. We're not useless. God created us on purpose And for a purpose in Ephesians. God is not punishing us. God is all about us. God's got a plan for our lives. Plan to give us hope and a future. But there's also some lies we tell ourselves. There's so many times we almost take the weapon from the enemy. Give me that. Because I'm going to follow my own sword. There's lies that we tell ourselves on a daily basis. And there's three lies that we tell ourselves. Comparison mistakes, and regrets. I know there's so much more and we can keep going, all right? But I don't want a doom and gloom sermon today. But man, we'll fall into the live comparison. That's why it's so great for so many of us to fast social media, for us to fast what they're doing. Because so many times we compare our worst days to their best days, which is their posts. Or maybe sometimes we compare, you know what, they're so much further along, my brother or my sister or my friend, my high school classmate, whatever it is. They're doing so much better than I am. Or maybe we tell our lies of mistakes. Man, because I did this, God's not going to bless this. Man, because I screwed up, messed up. There's no way I can amount to anything. A lot of times we tell the lie of regrets. Man, I should have, I could have. Sometimes there's a lie of like I I should have taken that job, or maybe you're telling yourself today I sh- I wish I didn't uh, <laughs> I I didn't take that job. But there's so many voices that are in our lives, and when we pray and when we fast, we're quieting the world. We're allowing God to speak to us. Because so I want you to understand today, what voices are you allowing in your life? Yeah, I got hearing aids. I wear two. I got one that sends it to this side. I only got one good ear. And I kind of love it that when I'm on an airplane, I can turn my hearing aid off. And when I turn it off, it acts as an earplug and I hear nothing. There's some things in your life you need to turn up. And there's some voices in your life you need to mute. You need to turn down because voices can either build you up or they're going to tear you down. And the enemy knows this. The enemy knows exactly how to tear you down. And I love, this is Nehemiah's response to him. Nehemiah turns. He goes, y'all heard that, right? Y'all heard what they said? And this is what he says to his people. Then I said to him, you see the trouble we're in. I love this because he's acknowledging it. You know we haven't been in church in eight, nine months. You know the situation we're in and the news and everything else. You know your own spiritual position in Christ. He says, Jerusalem lies in ruins. its gates have been burned with fire. But let's come. Let's go. Let us be able to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, and we will no longer be a disgrace. This- Race. this is going to preach so good on Sunday. Come on. I am really, I am fired up because we're saying, yes, I understand, but we're going to rebuild. Because I am dunatos in Christ Jesus. That the walls of Jerusalem are a symbol of our faith. Strong walls means strong faith. That the voice of the enemy is not going to affect me. That the voice of the enemies are going to get to me. But many of us, we need to rebuild. You might say, Pastor, how do I build in this season? How do I build in this season? We build by listening. We build by listening. Romans ten seventeen says this. So then, faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by listening and hearing by the word of God. I want you to to be able to hear what God is saying. Romans chapter 4, verse 20. No, unbelief made Abraham waver because Abraham was listening and he, uh, concerning the promises of God. But he grew, ah, toast. come on, in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced. There are voices. There's Sometimes you can't mute the voices, but there's voices you choose to believe. Mm-hmm. Come on put it in the comments right now. You are conv- I am convinced that the devil's a liar and God's got a plan for my life. That God is dunatos. He is able to do what he had promise what promises are you listening to today faith comes by hearing and hearing god's promises god's word over your life paul was listening in second timothy chapter one which is why i suffer as i do i'm not ashamed for i know whom i have believed i am convinced that god's got a plan for my life i am convinced that he is able Dunatos to guard until the day what has been entrusted to me. This is for somebody here today. You're going, man, 2020 is a huge detour. Man, I am stuck. I don't know how to move from here. God's got a plan for my life, but I think 2020 has canceled that plan. I'm here to tell you it's coming. It's coming, but you got to convince yourself you got to listen to God's word. you got to stand on God's promises. you got to allow the right voices in your life. I love this. Follow the pattern of sound words. Man, life is a roller coaster. Man is going to have his eyes. It's going to have his lows. It's going to be chaotic and not chaotic. I don't know. But he says, follow the patterns of sound words that you heard you've heard. Church, now more than ever, man, we got to hear the right words. We have to hear the right voices in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. For some of you, you keep hearing the enemy saying, God doesn't love you. And this is God's promise. God loves you. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. You know what, devil? I got a word from the Lord. You know what, devil? I'm going to guard it. I'm going to build, but I'm going to to battle. Second Corinthians says this, for though we walk in the flesh, we're not waging war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they have divine dunatos, divine power to destroy strongholds. This year, it's going to be my strongest year because I'm going to be healthy. This year is going to be my strongest year because I am standing on the word of God. And listen to this, so we destroy arguments. My goodness, devil, I'm not even gonna argue with you. Alright? I'm not even gonna give you a moment of my time because I destroyed that argument. And every lofty opinion. This is starting to get on my nerves. You know what? Everybody, opinions are like armpits. Everyone's got one. But you know what? I'm not listening to your opinion. I'm listening to God's word. I'm listening to God's word. I guess every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. I take every thought captive. Did you know the voices? Dictate your thoughts. That what I allow inside, I think upon. And it says, my thoughts captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. I want to challenge you today that when we fast, our world gets quieter and God gets louder. Our world gets quieter and our God gets louder. And allow God to speak to you. But now I want to take it a step further for somebody watching today. I want God to speak to you, but I want you to be convinced. I am convinced neither life, nor death, nor principalities, nor darkness can take away from the love of God, from God's promise over my life. You know, as we close today, this is typically where I would say, you know, stand up. I want you to eliminate all distractions right now. Turn that vacuum cleaner off, all right? Put that kid, give that kid a chocolate snack and say, sit over here, because I want to be able to wrap this up today. That you know, I want to be transparent with you in 2020. Pandemic hit. Church went fully online. Man, our team, we, we, we just served days, groceries. God began to use our church in a powerful way. But I heard some voices in 2020. And even in the new year, voices like, man, pastor, you might, I might have to close the church now. How long is this pandemic going to take? Man, voices like, no one's going to come back. Voices like, online views are going to go down. Hey, pastor, you want to know uh, the view count last week? No, don't tell me. And those were the voice of the enemy. Those were lies. And you know what I had to do? I had to get my sword out. I had to say, God, thank you that this is your church. God, thank you that my marriage belongs to you. God, thank you that it's not my faith. It's faith in Christ. That I had to speak life. I had to rebuild my faith. I'm so glad we're fasting and we're praying. But as we build, man, we're going to battle. That as we allow our world to get quieter, We're allowing God's word to get louder. And man, maybe you're here today. And I know, typically I say maybe, but I know you've heard some voices. Voices that were trying to attack you. Voices that were trying to beat you down, tear you down. Voices in your life say, what if? What if? Maybe the voices of comparison. The voices of the mistakes we've made or the voices of regret. And I'm here to tell you, those are lies from the enemy. That we will wrestle against flesh and blood. We'll wrestle against principalities and darkness. That God has a plan for your life. Did you know what dunatos also means? You know, we put, uh, you know, the definition, it means strong. But one of the definitions of dunatos means to become stronger. Maybe for you, that's your symbol this year. Is you know what? I feel so weak. I don't feel strong. I don't even feel strong in Christ Jesus. But maybe you're here today, and you're saying, I like that. That this year, I'm going to become strong. I don't know if you've ever broken an, a, an arm or a leg. Typically, what the doctor has to do, he has to reset the bone and then put a cast around it. And so I want these next 21 days for God to reset your faith. They God to make your faith strong to wear that cast for a while. Maybe that cast is Avenue Church on Sunday mornings. Maybe that cast is, I'm going to join a small group. Maybe that cast right now, is just for you to fast everything else and to get into God's word. Because church, when you're weak, you are strong in Christ Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you. God, I thank you that your word still works for us today, that your word still applies to us today. The Father, I thank you for the clarity that there, there is power in our words. And so, Father, today I choose to only speak words of life. That today I choose to not to speak death over my life, over my faith, or over this year. That, Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, God, you begin to help us to pick up the sword in your word. That, Father, I pray you begin to do such a work inside of us. That, God, in the name of Jesus, I tear down any lies that have attached itself unto them. That, Father, I speak freedom in the mighty name of Jesus. That, Father, I pray for anyone that's watching today. And, man, maybe you've you've lost all hope. And you're saying, Pastor, I'm encouraged today. That when I am weak, I am strong in Christ. But I don't know who Jesus is. And I want a relationship with him. Man, I'm going to pray a prayer with you. And all it is is to help you to take a step. Towards Christ. Then I want to encourage you, man, get on our growth track. That's online. Come to Avenue Church in-person service every Sunday at 10 a.m. To find community, to find those that will fight with you. And if that's you today, every, every uh, head bowed, every eye closed, wherever you're at, your living room, in your car, I want you to pray a prayer with me. Say, dear Jesus, thank you. Thank you for paying for what I did. Say, thank you for dying on the cross. So I repent of my sins, be Lord of my life. Say the best way, know how, I'm gonna live for you because I am Dunatos and I am saved and I am redeemed and I am a child of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody shout it, amen, and amen. Come on, everybody. I I want you to get excited because someone gave their life to Jesus. If that's you, text me right now. So, yeah, you could text the word Jesus. You could also just say, hey, I gave my life to Jesus today. And I'm going to see you again at Avenue Church next Sunday. Also, we got serve days. We got all kinds of stuff going on. So I hope to see you again. Guys, I love you. I love being your pastor.